This is Mr. Holiday from My Worst Holiday, and you're listening to a fourth-hand production. Sacrilegious sack people! <laughs> it is time once again for yet another exciting episode of the Happy Hole Coffee Break Old Time Hole Radio Show Side Show Crappy Pasta Crona! <laughs> oh, this week we are going to send the parents out because we are staying. Home Alone by 604 Dingo. I was home alone one night back in 2009. My parents were out on their weekly date nights. One of those had one too many at dinner and passed out in the movie theater kind of dates. Anyways, I had just returned from my afternoon jog. Being a hot August day, I had worked up quite a sweat on my run, so I had decided to take a cold shower and clean up a bit. My house doesn't have air conditioning and was quite stuffed up, so I decided to open a few windows to circulate the airflow within the house. I can remember opening a window in the kitchen two windows across from each other in the living room and one window in the basement. I knew I was going to be spending my evening down there watching movies since it was much cooler. I had my shower, got dressed, and went downstairs to make myself some dinner. I took my dinner down to the basement and flicked on Netflix to start my binge-filled night of new shows. I do not recall falling asleep, but I must have passed out not long after eating my food and lying down. When I woke up, it was dark outside. The only light being cast into the basement was from the dimly lit TV screen. It was now freezing in the basement. I could feel a cold breeze circulating the room from having the window open for too long. I got up and walked over to the light switch that was located at the bottom of the stairs. I closed the window, then went back to turn off the TV, grab my dishes, and head upstairs. When I got upstairs, all the lights were off, indicating that my parents were still not home from their date. I cleaned the dishes, put them in the dishwasher, and closed the window above the sink. Just before I went to go up to my room for the night, I remembered that the windows in the living room were still open. I walked over to close the one window by the TV, then over to the next, which was located by the front porch. I noticed that my mom's face with fake flowers was knocked off the table in front of the window, and the flowers were sprawled out across the floor. I didn't think much of it at the time. Maybe there was a strong breeze, and the curtains had tipped it over. I closed the window and started picking up the flowers. As I was cleaning, I heard a faint squeaky sound. What I could only imagine was a door handle being twisted. I listened as hard as possible. Following the squeak of the handle was a creak in the hallway floor upstairs. A pain shot from my stomach to my chest, and I froze. What seemed like an eternity of being bent over with my one hand holding the vase and the other clutching the flowers. I slowly stood up. I looked out the front window to check the driveway for my parents' car, hoping it was one of them upstairs. The driveway was empty. My heart sank. 
I quickly, but quietly, put the vase and flowers down on the table and silently began walking over to the bottom of the stairs to look up. As I got closer to the stairs, I heard two more creaks on the floor, which caused me to stop dead in my tracks. I waited, listening. Nothing. I was now only a few steps from the stairs. I took those last few steps and put one hand on the railing. I peeked around the corner and only saw darkness. Darkness, everybody! Darkness is spreading! I didn't know what to do. Do I flick on the lights and let the potential intruder in my house know that I'm coming upstairs? Do I leave and go to a friend's house? Do I call my parents? Do I grow a pair and just go upstairs? I decided to turn my phone on silent and go to the kitchen to text my dad making sure I was close to the back door for an easy getaway. He said, It's an old house. It's just settling after a really hot day. I told him about the sound of the door handle twisting. He just assumed there was an open window upstairs and the wind was knocking the door against the frame. Was that it? Could it just be a window that was left open? I felt a huge chunk my anxiety start to fade after talking with my dad. So I decided to grab a glass of water and head on up the bed. I flicked on the lights for the stairs and started making my way up, but slowly. A tiny knot in my stomach from before. I got to the top of the stairs and noticed that all the doors were wide open, except for mine. My parents' room and spare bedroom were on the left and the den in my room were on the right, with the bathroom at the end of the hallway. Though as my dad had predicted, my door was cracked just enough that a breeze could be making it hit the frame. It being as hot as it was today, it wasn't unusual for my mom to open all the doors and windows upstairs. I exhaled a sigh of relief. Now fully confident that my dad was right, I turned on the lights to my room, did a quick look around, and walked over to my nightstand to put my water beside my laptop, then went off to the bathroom to get ready for bed. As I lay in bed trying to get sleepy, I was watching my favorite reruns of Seinfeld on my laptop. What's the deal with lampshades? <laughs> then out of nowhere, I heard a sound of something slowly scraping my closet door. I quickly flicked on the light beside my bed. My closet door was cracked open ever so slightly. Questions started racing around through my head. Was it open the whole time? Was it closed when I came in? I was positive that it was closed when I came in. Before I even had time to rationalize my thoughts, I heard the most disturbing, creepy, quiet, sinister laugh I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> no horror movie could ever replicate the sound I just heard. As soon as I slid my laptop off my legs, the closet door burst open and someone was standing in the closet. My clothes were partially covering their body and face. I looked closer and there was the most sickly, palest, dirtiest woman I have ever seen. Let's go high with a nice greeting for Ann Coulter, all right? Yeah. For the split second that I saw her in horror, the image was burned into my brain forever. Forever.
She had no shoes on her disgusting, dirt-stained feet. Her skin was sickeningly white with cuts and dried blood from her face, down her arms, all the way to her legs. She was wearing what I assume used to be a white nightgown, was now a discolored mess of dirt, blood, and who knows what else. Her gray, blue veins sunken in face closely resembled a decaying skeleton. The rest of her face was hidden by my clothes. She asked in a quiet, grumbling, raspy voice, Have you seen my baby? That was enough for me to grab my phone and run. As soon as I was halfway out my bedroom door, I heard her shriek, Give me back my baby! And clothes hangers thrashing around behind me. I ran. As fast as I could to the upstairs bathroom and locked the door. It was only a second later that I heard a huge crash against the door, along with the woman screaming in a devilish tone demanding I return her baby to her. I called 911. And the operator assured me the police would be there as fast as they could. I jammed my feet against the door and held my back against the sink, trying my hardest to make sure the door stayed closed. The woman would not let up, though. Her shrieks turned into low, demon-like grunts, and her banging on the door turned into heavy bodily blows. With what seemed like an eternity, I heard a heavenly sound. I heard the police. Call out that they were entering the residence. I yelled at the top of my lungs. That I was upstairs. All I could hear next was a mixed commotion of the officers yelling and the woman growling. The officers ended up pepper spraying the woman. And it took three of them to be able to force her to the ground. She was yelling in a possessed-like state the entire time. I did not come out of the bathroom until the cops assured me that she was out of the house. The cops told me she was likely on drugs or an escaped mental patient from the next county over. I tried telling them that she sounded like she was possessed or something, but they chalked it up to the woman just needing her medication. My parents arrived home shortly after I gave my statements to the police. We moved out of that house a month later. That was one night I was home alone that sadly I will never forget. Dad! Aries, we need to have a talk about your excessive use of out of context musical interjections. Be more interesting and I won't need them. Oh, if you like that story, go! <laughs> There'll be another one like it in two weeks. But be sure to tune in next week for another full-length episode of Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show. Until then, stop refrigerating your tomatoes. You're ruining them! So I just uh, re- read this card here. Uh, 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 these are the required points to express in your ad. Feel free to paraphrase and speak from your own experience. If you, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. 
There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast. How about that? With a no minimum listenership. (laughs) It's uh, everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And a mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There, read your stupid card. Can I can I pull my pants up now? <laughs> You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.